Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves good behind-the-scenes drama. It's Frank. How are you today? Eating my popcorn, but not for the movies, for the drama that ensues around the movies. You know, they were all in the drama club for some reason, Frank, and it ah. wasn't because they put on plays. That's, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, thanks. That's my go-to line about high school drama clubs. It's called the drama club for a reason, but it ain't because the musical is is part of the gig. Yeah. Is it, is it like you just go around and like, oh, God, Mr. Gannon with his joke again? Jeez. I mean, maybe I only whip it. I mean, I only take it out like once a year, so oh, okay. I think it's right. a new crowd every year. So you know, there you go. Doesn't really matter. Uh, Frank, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm actually very excited to to talk about talk about this topic with you because um, we've got some some stuff to talk about. But I want to hear about what you are drinking before we talk about. All right. Well, Frank, drama. it is the um, almost holiday season, and you. No me. Um, I just need to clear the beer out of my fridge. So I'm drinking a Sam Adams Jacko pumpkin ale. I almost called it a Jacko lantern pumpkin ale. I almost added a lantern when it wasn't needed to be there. Mm. Um, it's good. I'm almost done, Frank. I have two left, and so okay, okay. So you're could, making progress. Yeah, you could probably expect to hear it one or two more times before I move on to. Uh, an almost out of season beer while the season is still going on, and then we'll, you know, well, I'm just perpetually I f- behind. Like I look Groundhog. forward to hearing about your Christmas beers in February. Thank you. I'm just going to skip Christmas beers. I'm just going to start with Porch Rocker. Just, I'm just going to try to declare- find it. Just like come into the season with something instead of like exiting far past its value. That makes sense. Just just declare beer bankruptcy at that point, right? There you go. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking one that I haven't actually tried yet. Um, oh. Uh, I'm a fan, as I've mentioned a few times, of uh, of Rising Tide Brewery in Portland, Maine. Yeah. Um, my uh, my after post-wedding festivities took place there, and uh, we swung by there on the way to Thanksgiving a few weeks ago, and uh, they were having like a massive sale on four-packs, so I picked up a few. Uh, build your own four pack. So I got this 12th anniversary IPA, which has this nice uh, holographic label. Um, and uh, I haven't tried it yet. So, mm. oh, that is hoptastic. Um, yeah. So it is an unfiltered, unfiltered IPA, uh, 6% ABV. And uh, it is, uh wow yeah that is very hoppy but in a in a nice way I, I you know I've 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 said a lot that I haven't been uh, on much of a hoppy kick 
lately, but I'm starting to get back into it now. I'm starting to uh, to enjoy the IPAs yeah. a little more. And you don't like it uh, when it feels like you have bunnies in your mouth, right? Mm. They hop, hop, hop. I mean, who the does? Place. They're out of season. It's not Easter, so you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're dads. Um, Aren't we though? Aren't we just? There's a lot going on at DC Studios. Indeed, there is. In fact, we should even talk about that it's called DC Studios now. I don't even think we've talked about yes. this. So, Frank, did you know no, that haven't. it was called DC Studios now? So, um, yeah, so James Gunn and Peter Safran are uh, co-running DC Studios. We actually have talked about this a little bit, you know, because you remember you talking about the business strategy of like, oh, come help us interview. Oh, you know, we can't find anybody. You should just do this job, right? And totally. The, the whole switcheroo. But anyway, here we are. Uh, talking about DC Studios, um, in which the goal that they have, that Peter and James have, is to unite movies, TV, animation, and games and make one long storytelling experience across four different platforms, which will eventually culminate in, or probably, speculation, is some kind of crisis event, right? You know, um, and which is which would separate it out from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in which it's like just movies with some streamers, you know, um, and this is the largest possible type of storytelling experience that you could hope to Very gain. ambitious. Very ambitious. Truthfully, gives me a headache because I don't have time to <laughs> all, like, I just don't have time to worry about all of those things. But obviously other people don't either. So it's like right. if you catch it all, good for you. If you don't, you're probably still fine with the main storytelling experience. It's interesting, right? Because it's already hard enough when it's like a, a, a comic book crossover. It's hard enough to read all the books that are part of a, of a given crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's going to be a multimedia crossover. Um, that could be, you know, that's interesting. It could be very difficult. It, it could be, it could go, you know, either way. It could go very bad or very well. Yeah. Um, but, um but it's a super interesting announcement, and uh, uh, I'm 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 intrigued. I am very very intrigued. Yeah. Well, with that announcement comes you know a lot of turmoil, right, and a lot of yes news that is arguably news or not news, and we have no idea. A lot of speculation, and so I think one of the bigger things to come out of all of this news is the Hollywood Reporter, you know, had this exclusive article that you know spoke about um uh wonder woman 3 is no longer moving forward with patty jenkins uh and some other stuff has allegedly not moving forward the status of a black adam sequel is up in the air despite what the rock uh dwayne johnson is saying about it being a fiscal success i just saw a thing that apparently he might have they might his company might have released false numbers to deadline so it's actually so it looks like it's Yikes. more of a financial success than it is. And it's like this is so wild. Like when James Gunn was like, We know it's gonna be a rocky road, like I don't think he really understood that he was really getting into like the mush of cookie dough than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um that was not a good was not, not a good pun. It was not bell worthy. <laughs> Thanks. Pity. No, don't, it was. Don't pity Bell me. Get out of here. Um, yes, yeah. dear. 
Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about Wonder Woman three first, um, because sure. recently, as of like today, um, as of recording this, um, Patty Jenkins, to quote the internet, has broken her silence. Uh, yes. I just I hate that term so much. Like it's so overused. It's so overused. Like broke her silence, or it's just she hasn't interviewed any yet, or nobody has. Asked. Right. Yeah, Nobody like broker or silence. Yeah, like, broke, broke or si- speaking out, broker silence. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, it's just yeah. calm down. Uh, uh, by the way, all of the Hollywood Reporter articles Tim is referencing are in the show notes if you'd like to read them. Great. Good. Um, and so uh, the speculation was that there were a couple things that happened here. One, that uh, the script did not match what DC's plan is, whatever it is moving forward. So they nixed it, and it was it could have been a little bit of a tumultuous back and forth, um, you know, about whatever. I heard the the rumor, which is the non from not thr, but uh, the rumor is that it had to do with Wonder Woman bringing Steve back from the dead again um, via the oh, via, via a Lazarus pit, um, and so um, so we. Okay. That in fact didn't see her cope with death in the first movie or the second movie that was all about loss and coping with that loss. Mm. And we would see that story again. Um, and it's so boring, truthfully. Like, it's just like if that's true, like, it's like I just watched that movie. Yeah. And it was just okay. I'm curious. I'm curious how. I'm curious about the source of those rumors because I didn't see. I saw a tweet that said that that it was from Deadline, but I never saw a Deadline article to back it up. So I I feel like that might have been a Twitter rumor. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever it was, it it did definitely lit some um, speculation and some some conversation. Now, before we go to, I was talking to my friend Bobby about this. And um, if they did that story again, Wonder Woman not being over the loss of Steve. There is some kind of story there. She's immortal, so I, so like let's say death is actually a harder concept for her to to come to grips with than a mortal who does who obviously faces mortality, right? Um, mm-hmm. But so if there was a story about like if it was like Eurydice, like and uh, not Persephone, is it per- Persephone in Eurydice? De- um, Demeter in Eurydice. Thank you. I can't remember. Present type. Um, thank you. Anyway, the Greek myth descending into the underworld to claim your lost love, right? From the clutches of Hades or whatever. I would like to see that story with one. Yeah. That would be an interesting Wonder Woman story. I'd watch that movie, but like Mm. just re-resurrecting Steve for the sake of resurrecting Steve, like ah, whatever. But anyway, she released an interview today that said they never asked me to change anything. Um, But she says, I also understand that a lot of, they're going through a lot of changes right now, and that's okay, and I respect mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but when all that happened, Lucasfilm reached back out to her because I guess she dropped out of Rogue Squadron for Lucasfilm because it would have interfered with making Wonder Woman three. So she opted for Wonder Woman three, and now that that's not happening, Kathy Ke- Kathleen Kennedy already reached out and was like, "Hey, how about that Rogue Squadron movie?" And she's like, "No problem." So they're already working, like, so they're back in on Rogue Squadron on that end over there, which is just more common than we think it is. Like, that's just how Hollywood has always worked. I think 
we're just plugged into it more than we ever used to be. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, yeah, and there's, there's a lot more leaking happening uh, than there than there used to be. Yeah, but there's like um, leaks, and then there's also like actual leaks. You know, like right. S- multiple sources say, well, but did they though? You know, right. There's just as much fake news that goes or like fluffs around here because like that multiple sources could be some not to call ourselves out a podcaster that has a lot of followers that (laughs) like has like no actual inside information. Yeah. Yeah. It could just be a tweet saying deadline said this, but it's not true. (laughs) Right. Like allegedly there was a a Michael uh, Keaton Batman Beyond movie that has also been canceled to which some, I saw somebody say like, if it was never announced, was it actually canceled? You can't, yeah, you cannot cancel something that was never announced. This happens a lot, actually, with like Apple products, where mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, Apple canceled that project, uh, the car project." They never announced a car project. They can't cancel a car project that was never announced. You know, right? Things like that. It's like, uh, like it was a business, rumor. Business, and, business one hundred and one. Sometimes it doesn't move past <laughs> a certain stage. Like if it, if if it doesn't, yeah, yeah. It's true. The cat is and alive and dead. Never, like, you know, like I, Schrodinger's movie. Yeah. It is Schrodinger's Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, Schrodinger. Love that cat. But it like but, it's, yeah. uh, but that's the uh, point. It's yeah. interesting though that that it's it's interesting that um yeah, that 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 Kathy Kennedy uh is sort of snatching uh, Patty Jenkins back up, you know, before before she's uh, off the market again. Um, because it did sound like they were very, and Patty Jenkins sounded like she was personally invested in the Rogue Squadron idea. Yeah, um, her dad was, was a announced uh, her three, dad four was years a, ago uh, a fighter pilot, so like a fighter pilot. She, yeah, she wanted to bring like, yeah they, at, personal experience. They announced in it some at way. like they so announced it, it deep, at like Disney deep, Investor Day two yeah, years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was Disney Investor Day. Yeah, that's right. And and there was that video where yeah, where Patty Jenkins was talking mm-hmm. about her dad being a fighter pilot and how this was going to be a cool way for her to get into Star Wars and um you know, it she's, she seemed excited about it. Uh but so it's cool that she gets to that she hopefully gets to do it after all. Mm-hmm. Um the whole the Star Wars thing is a whole other thing. I could go down that road, but uh they've been clearly Staying away from the big screen for the last couple of years uh, since Rise of Skywalker, and so I wonder if this is their, you know, they're tiptoeing back, back into it. Um, Maybe interested I'm... to see how that. I mean, with with this and then the Taika Waititi project that was announced, but or or yeah, it was announced, but but not confirmed what it is or whatever. That seems like mm-hmm. that's on the back burner too. So I hope this one goes forward because it sounds cool and it sounds like she's invested in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Disney, sorry to stop you there for a second. Even Disney publishing is invested in it because they're, um, I don't know if you know that the the Star Wars books are getting um, re-released. They're getting re-released in a different format. They're the, um, Mm. not the paperback format, but the soft cover format because they're a little bit larger. Mm -hmm. They sit on the stands. There's more you can fit and they can, because of the size, they can actually be on the New York Times bestseller list, which they can't be as mass market paperbacks, which is dumb for, you know, I'm sure there are reasons for it. I but didn't realize that. Isn't that, that stupid? Mass market paperbacks yeah. are not, huh? Can't be on the, yep, you have to be of a certain format. Um, And so, and mass market is the, you know, people don't know the smaller, the smaller soft covers, Um, you know, the beach read type. And uh, so anyway, they're re-releasing the kind them. You see it like the, super, the kind of you see it like the supermarket. 
yes. Right, like the the smaller, thicker ones are mass market. Yeah, and um, and so they're re- they're releasing Star Wars books in a larger format, all the the um, the mm-hmm. Legend series, um, and but they're releasing Michael Stackpole's Rose Squadron books, which ah uh, right okay, which is a very specific choice that Disney is making, um, and so That's interesting. yeah, and I mean. Th- they're well regarded as as far as Star Wars books are, are concerned yes. and whatever else. But there's a lot of Star Wars books. And so you have to, you know, be specific about your choices. And that is a really specific one That's that they choice. are choosing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hmm. I find that interesting. But anyway, to go back to um, DC Studios, um, uh, no, in my opinion, there's no better time than right now for a Scooby-Doo Batman live-action crossover because James Gunn is head of the studio. And why was that? Why is that not a thing that they are working on right now? Come on. Honestly? A Scooby-Doo Batman holiday crossover special for Halloween or whatever for HBO Max. Let's get it done right now. Zoinks. Yep, exactly. Zoinks, Batman. Just... It could be so fun. It could be stupid. It could be awful. But it could be so fun. Like the Scooby Doo Batman crossover. Kids, Batman. Is, yeah. Come on. Come on, man. Like it's so we're so close. Anyway, mm. that's that's my Is that is Scooby Doo Warner Brothers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's man, why they can yeah. cross over wow. with one of you. That's why they cross over with right, each other right. multiple times. Yeah, it's yeah. like a tradition. Every yeah. couple of decades, Batman crosses over yeah. with Scooby Doo. Yeah. Huh. I would like to see that. Anyway, I would too. Uh, yeah, I I think this. Let's can we take a step back for a second? No, I have of, to be close to the microphone. Project. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this is fresh air. Um, do what do you th- the whole ASMR. gun and <laughs> gun and saffron taking over the the studio? Um. And this this whole idea of like sort of cleaning house where they're going to they're saying they're going to get rid of projects that are not working, but keep things that are working. Right. Sure. I mean, so good business one on one. Get rid of things that are not working. Fine. For sure. Yeah. But like sort of in universe. Right. Like you mentioned before that presumably there'll be some sort of crisis uh, to to explain all this some kind of event crossover event um to explain what's staying and what's going and why right and sort of reform the universe um because if there's going to be overlapping continuities of like well this character is staying but that one's going and this one is staying but that one's going that's all very interesting and i'm i'm super interested in how that shakes out and what decisions they make there like what they decide is working and what's not like does Shazam stay because that was, uh, you know, uh, that was deemed to be good, but, uh, you know, Ezra Miller's Flash does not. I don't know. Like, what what, mm-hmm. what stays and what goes is, is what's super interesting. And apparently Wonder Woman seems like maybe it's not staying, but, but even though but she's she not getting her is. own film, does yeah. the character stay? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and does Gal stay as, as Wonder Woman uh, as a supporting character maybe in, in other films? But not get her own film, or at least not the version that that Patty Jenkins was going to make. Right, those are the things that I'm really curious about. I think what 
they seem to be doing is looking at what's already far down the pi- far enough down the pipeline that they're not going to lose too much money on. So like Flash is made. Like despite yes. what anybody says about Ezra Miller and the terrible person that he is and Dang. all of these things, that movie's made. It's done with. And again, despite Ezra Miller being the person that he is, has apparently tested very well with test audiences, which is something that feels like a rumor because I'm always very weary of like test audiences loved it. And that, you know, those things are supposed to be secreted for a reason. So you're either releasing that information on purpose to get people talking or well, it's yeah, made up, which they, which they a hundred percent do. Of course they do. Of course they do. So there's, so there's that, um, there's Aquaman and the lost kingdom, uh, and there's Shazam. Right, those are discounting the Joker sequel and the Batman universe thing that's shaping up between streamers and movies and whatever else. Mm-hmm, those are mm-hmm. those are their own things. Um, those are already done for the. I mean, apart from post production, you know, in its own way. But like they've been working on Shazam for a long time, and they've been working on Flash for even a longer time, mm-hmm. and Aquaman too, and like the and Blue Beetle. Actually, that's the the other one. Oh yes, which was yeah. supposed to be. In HBO streamer, and now it's going to theaters. So mm-hmm. there must be enough in there that they can bulk it up and make a, mo- a full movie, like a, right. for the for the big screen out of it, which is all great. Yeah, that's all. That's all wonderful. If all those things are working, that doesn't mean they are working to serve one long narrative. They just mm-hmm. might be good. That's it, right? And right. if they're right. good, then they can start whatever they're doing after that, right? Keep moving forward. Because sure. I would assume they, they're they not going to copy the MCU model, you know, mm-hmm. because I watched that already. Yeah. I don't want to watch that again. In some way, it's why I kind of liked what DC was doing before, where they were like, I'm just going to make a good movie, hopefully. And, like, if we happen to say Superman in it, great. And if we don't, great. Like, you know, right. um, the 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 model of I need to see the next one 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 is tiring, right? That's what we talked about on our Black Panther review. Black Panther was it's so true. refreshing because I all I needed to really see was Black Panther. Like, I didn't have to worry about all these other things that came before it. Um so I, I don't know. I, I truly don't know where I, I stand. It's an interesting situation because, yeah, th- you're right. That's like that's being done somewhere already. Um, and and there's it's it's sometimes frustrating when it's like, OK, I got I have to have seen 27 movies to understand this one. Um, but it's also a good business model. Um, oh, it's a great business model, frankly, especially when they built an audience. Right. That's really mm-hmm. invested because it's annoying, but I'm still going. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, um, it's a good business model. Um, it's also um, if you if you have a DC has a devoted enough fan base, right? There are people oh, who, sure. who who genuinely enjoy DC movies more than Marvel films and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um and that's something, um, something worth tapping into, something worth harnessing. Um, and so when you have excitement, like, 
a couple of months ago, Henry Cavill uh, came out and sort of said, like, hey, you know, we're talking and I'm excited to 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 wear the, the S again. Right. Which apparently he did without anyone's permission. Interesting. Yeah. He took it upon himself to say, thing. I'm back. And DC Studios went, went well, are you? are you? Because there was a Man of Steel 2 pitch, I guess, by Stephen Knight. Did you see this? And yes. yeah, and it you know it was rejected for a you know waiting for a better option and right and so like are you back like so that's the kind of thing though that like he and his publicist you know do to put pressure on the studio like you you say something like that in public you gauge the public reaction and then you use that as leverage with the studio like look how people want people want this Sure, you have to do it because people want. You'd be stupid it's like running not for to do office, it. right? It's kind of yes. like yeah, it's like yes. oh, I've never yeah. really thought about running for mayor, but maybe one day, and people are like, oh, you think about running for mayor? How great would that be? And like, yes, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. exactly. You yeah. put out feelers, you put out rumors, you, you know, there are quote unquote leaks or whatever. In this case, it wasn't a leak. He just came out and said like, oh yeah, I'm so excited to you know one way or another, I'm going to do this. Um, and it was around the time of the Black Adam. Uh, release i think it was the monday after the opening weekend there you go so um definitely sort of trying to use the momentum to to leverage uh, a way to get back into the into the suit which i don't blame him for at all like if i was playing superman i would want to do the same thing yeah um yeah he want for him i'm sure he wants to prove that he could be the superman that everybody wants him to be hell yeah. yeah and and james gunn has apparently said that you know, Superman is a high priority. Yep. Um, in in all of this, now he didn't necessarily say that it would be that Superman. Um, no, he did but he not. Said Superman is a high priority, um, which is not really saying much because he's one of the Trinity. He's one of the three like uh, uh, flagship characters of of DC. So like, of course, Superman's a priority one way or another. Sure. Um, but um, I'm very interested in like. Do they keep Cavill's Superman? Are, are they selective about, like, it's going to be Cavill's Superman, but then, um, you know, Pattinson's Batman and, and Gal Gadot's... Oh, yeah. so, like, how do they... Truthfully, this is where I, I think that, yeah, I think they do keep them. And I, I think you... They're so far into these versions of these characters, even if some of them haven't shown up in a long time, like, and even if actors have stepped away for different mm-hmm. reasons, they're so far into these versions. You, you, if you're really moving towards a crisis event, you should stick with these characters. Even if it doesn't, like, even if that means that Henry Cavill only shows up in one other Superman movie and then a crisis event. Sure. Or you only see Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman one more time in a crisis event. Ben Affleck's Batman one more time in a crisis event. So you know, that's plus the, the thing. Flash, you know, like if you wanted to do a crisis event, now Flash, it sounds like, I mean, they're doing sort of a Flashpoint thing there. Rumor has it, and so that's sort of a universe shakeup event in and of itself. Sure, unless they're diminishing the end of that movie right. in favor of other things. But right, they did say they're going to work with what they have first. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, but right. I they think say the, yes. yes, I think the the part of the tagline for the Flash it's on some of the merch that's out there. It's like save the past, save the future, save the multiverse, save it's, Lois. 
something that's something like that i i'm not i'm not sure exactly you know um a half powered kryptonian two idiot speedsters and a retired vigilante something like that like i can't um it's uh well i bring that up to say if they're going to build to an even bigger crossover event you gotta like they're gonna have to throw a ton of money at a ton of people if you want to do it right you have to have like four batman side you know what i mean like you have to have like uh uh affleck and kilmer and and clooney and like you gotta have them all together so otherwise it's not really a crisis otherwise it's not really like that that event right you I have agree. to have all of a bunch of people at least make cameos or or you know a CG version of them or whatever, something they have right. to appear in some way. I'm thinking about like the doctor who 50th anniversary special where they couldn't get absolutely everybody, but they, they did CG versions of some of them or whatever. There was like a glory shot of every per- sure. person. Who played the okay. doctor. I, so, I'm even thinking about the CW crisis event, the CW crisis. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, where they actually got the two flashes together on screen for real. Right. Um, yeah. And plus John Wesley ship as the nineties flash. That's right. Yes. Right. Uh, plus, um, well, I mean, uh, I mean, dozens other people that I can't remember, you know, like the birds of prey, Burt Ward, Burt Ward. Um, yeah, there was like actual, you know, actual things that like expanded that out. So yes, you'd need to do that, but on a bigger scale, on a oh, bigger scale with, totally. with like the, the, the movie people, the, a, the a list yeah. names, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I, but if it's movies, TV, um, you know, obviously the Arrowverse is ending. Like it's yes. it's it's just Star Girl wrapped, um, which technically wasn't the Arrowverse, but close enough. Yeah. Um Star Girl wrapped, um uh Flash is ending. Flash is ending, and Flash is the last of them. Right. Yeah, yeah. Superman and Lois is in its own thing. It's on its own corner. Yep, it's doing its own thing. Even though we've had even though we've had um uh uh I'm blanking on uh, Tyler Hoechlin. Well, yes, Tyler, but uh, um, Green Lantern, but not Green Lantern, uh, Diggle. Oh, yeah, um, John Stewart you know, Diggle. He's, yes. He's, yes, yes, John Stewart Diggle. Um, yeah, so. apparently he's still working on his Justice U show, too. Yes, which, yeah, is interesting. Yeah. So, which would also be the Arrowverse. So it's, but anyway, if all these things are happening, it, you're right. It, you have to do them all or it's going to fall flat for fans maybe not for a regular audience but um but yeah i i i think you they're not making the bed with what they have but like you have to follow through where these actors are because eventually like the MCU actors or whatever they're going to age out of like playing that part appropriately like you can like you only want to be so old playing batman because it's uncomfortable. Sure. It's like the suits look great. They're not comfortable to wear. Right. No. You don't want to be doing stunts. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be doing this or this. So you don't want to spend your entire life eating boiled chicken and being in the gym <laughs> when you're not filming. You know, like all these things that are required of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but I think I think they are working towards a, a send off and then a fresh restart where they can do whatever they want with brand new people. Brand new creatives, brand new everything, and 
That's great. Which is I have, probably for the best. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, because it really just—it's it, almost like what I feel like they're doing is like the car battery has died, but instead of replacing the car battery, they're just shocking it every time they have to drive the car. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like it's just a bunch of jump starts. Yeah, and they just like it's okay. It's okay to replace the car. After a particular point, that's yes. yeah, and so decommission it and buy a new car. <laughs> yeah, and that's and I'm okay and I'm okay with that. And so all these things about like yeah. this movie like got canceled or this or this or this. Would I have liked to have seen a Batman Beyond movie with um with Michael Keaton? Absolutely, would have loved yeah. to have seen that. Is that like, but you know what? But if I don't, oh well. I'm going to have two movies with him in his prime playing Batman plus exactly the flash. If that's good, you know, if it's not, I will ignore it. Indiana Jones four style, like whatever. There you go. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Any final thoughts? I, I hope it's good, man. I hope that whatever they have planned is good. Like, I really hope that they, I think these are two people who, have a good gut for this sort of thing and I hope that the studio doesn't get in their way that's really what it comes down to is that like the studio can't get out of its own way I hope that they step back and instead of doing things by committee I hope they let these people lead sure I agree with that because it can always tell when a movie's made by committee and it never really works out um for the most part uh actually I watched a video the other day about the making of Superman 64, the the Nintendo 64 Superman game. Oh, yes, um, yes. Which, oh, man. Yeah. The big takeaway from that is that WB has always been hard to work with, and, like, they can't get yeah, out of their own surprise way. Surprise me. Yeah, right? I'll send it to you. Yep. Um, you can put it in the show notes, too. Yeah, um, please. I actually really want to see that. That sounds uh, incredible. Yeah, it was fascinating. Uh, was it wrestling with gaming? Uh, sure. Why not? If it's 17 minutes long, then, yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, I think I got it. All right, cool. Cool. Yeah. Good, good, good. All right, well, uh, Frank, where can the uh, people find us? Well, head on over to BeerWithGeeks.com or ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. You can find us there. You can also uh, head on over to, well, any podcast app, actually. Uh, you can find us there. You can rate and review us. Uh, you can support us at Patreon.com slash ThoughtBubbleAudio. Uh, and uh, you can email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. Very good, Frank. As always, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And so, until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>